The following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hit, yet completely trivial, football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Broken Helmet. Let's rock. And we are back. And we are back. Quite a quite a hiatus. Now, last time the Eggy brothers were on the Broken Helmet, we had actually taken quite a long hiatus to begin with. I think it was we did the Super Bowl odd show and then ended up never reconvening to talk about the game itself and picked up March right before the draft and did a pretty long draft and other NFL item show. And now that's March. Three plus months later, we're back. Christopher, how are you? Hey, Ayo. Ayo. What have you been doing? Other than watching your kid, changing diapers, living the dream. I've been preparing for my son to get older by watching as many Disney movies as possible so I know what's going on ahead of time. Uh, okay, so which ones are you watching? Because it's basically Disney or Bust at this point. You know, it's oh, like Nerf or nothing, it's Disney or nothing. That's what it like is. Pe- like Peter Pan, like, uh, uh, what's what's his name? Um, um, Robin Williams, Peter Pan. Rufio. Rufio. Uh, I don't... Peter Pan. It might have, it, you might have been too old for those days. Yeah, I think so. I, I didn't. Uh, it's not ringing a bell. It's getting a big uh, zero a little, in the recollection department for is, me. Is Moana more? More? Will your kids look? Do they love Moana? McWay, McWay. Yes, yeah, Moana's. Yeah, yeah. Moana's the wheelhouse. Yeah. That right there. That's money. Yeah. A little old and dated now, but I mean, uh, it's it's brand new for us. Yes, well, all these things will be brand new because the kids just gravitate from one to the other. And now, you know, since Disney has taken over the movie industry and the entertainment industry and everything else, uh, you know, they have basically done everything. You get two-hour movies, and then they just put everything else in 30 minutes, even actually less. You get now like the 22 minutes, which is... Yeah, okay, they used to do... how they do shows uh, before? It was 22 minutes because there was eight minutes commercials? Yeah, something right? like that. Is what they Tw- did? Yeah, right. Yeah, but there's going to be no syndication anymore, right? Because everybody's just taking control of their own content distribution. So cable companies are going to go bye-bye. So, you know, by doing 22 minutes now, you're just cheating everybody out of eight minutes of content. But in today's day and age, when kiddies do nothing but watch YouTube and everything YouTube is five minutes, uh, you know, the, the 22 well, minutes works better. So short content. I'm, I'm, assu- I'm assuming you're past the... Your kids were past the age of Coco Melon. Oh, I don't so even that, know what that is. Thank Christ. Yeah, thank God you don't because <laughs> yeah, anything called Coco Melon. You are a stupid asshole. If you watch it, so uh, it's 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 brutal. I don't blame you though. That that's kids. We all got to do stupid things. For yeah, our kids. but you are gonna rip yeah. through Disney because there's plenty of content in, in twenty minute formats, and you will rip through all of it. Oh, we already did the the, the snowman from Frozen. That he has a little like twenty two minute clip. Oh yeah, there's, have you got into the? Um, Mason, my youngest, six years old, currently was all into uh, when they just came out with Toy, Sto- Toy Story Four. There was uh, a piece of garbage that and any um, what the hell was it called? Have you seen Toy Story Four? Yeah, of course. Uh, what what's the piece of garbage that ended up taking a mind of its own? It was like oh. it was like a oh Forky Forky. It was Forky. Yes, Forky. Yes, Forky. Way to go. There we go. Brain working still. And Forky has his own little clip. Forky's little... got a question. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, a whole bunch of... yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Forky bullshit, which is funny because yeah. I don't know. Forky's got a question just makes me laugh. But whatever. Uh, Forky does a lot of those same things. Five minutes, seven minutes stuff. Yes, yes, he does. We turned one on the other day. I, I turned it off within a minute. 
Yeah, I know. I, I miss the I miss the good old days when we were growing up when there was only so much that you could watch, and uh, usually it was cartoonish and based around like real life stuff. So like GI Joes shooting laser beams at each other, which obviously yeah. is not acceptable uh, in 2021 anymore. Uh, I guess they would consider that violent. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but anyway, uh, yeah. So kid talk over. Um, well, where are you at with the NFL? Have you picked up? Have you have you followed what's going around? Have you oh, yeah, started course. getting of into course. the preseason fantasy football mode, getting all your draft picks ready? Oh, your tiers, I've been... getting the tiers ready? I actually, you know, due, due to the downtime of being up watching the baby all night long, I, I actually listened to most sports podcasts over the past year with all that extra time and I've been I've been actually tracking it for for a while. I, the draft is kind of tough to to follow with so many players being added to each team, and you know all the rookies and and last year's rookie class was very good, and and this year's not so much. But you, know, you never still know. Potential, you never know, right? You, uh, that's my point. Is is that like last year's? They didn't think it was going to be as good as it was, and it was incredible and. Whatever. It is what it is. But long and short of it is Kansas City is still the best team in the NFL. Oh, yeah. I mean, for sure. They're just returning everybody, right? Yeah. And you yeah. can see that a lot in the odds, which is what we'll get to shortly. Why don't we start off a couple of little tidbits around the NFL. Start off, I mean, it's the story everybody's talking about, even though the guy isn't even in the league. Richard Sermon. Oh, my God. What a disaster. Did you, did you hear the call? Uh, yes, I did hear the call. Uh, I was going to try to figure out a way to play it, but I, I didn't convert it into uh, it digitally yet, so I don't have it readily available. But yes, I did hear the call. Although, yeah. I, what's the biggest thing out of the call, right? I guess the 911 operator just being a, oh. a, a complete sea bag. Oh. I, mean, I mean, she's awful. But wh- She's awful. She's such a P.O.S. Yeah. Like, she, to the nth degree. She sucked. And what was surprising to me was when I read... I, I guess I read about the 911 call on Pro Football Talk. And when I'm reading the Pro Football Talk article, I'm reading it, and the, the author, and I think it was Michael Smith or David Smith, whoever it was, uh, Smith I think is his last name, but he made a point of fingering the 911 operator. And so I'm reading it, and I'm kind of like, ah, you know what, I bet this, I really hope... But because Pro Football Talk tends to lean a little liberal, I wonder if this is kind of a racial thing, right? And so I listen to 911 call, and the girl is blatantly white. And then I'm like, oh, I really hope this wasn't politically angled. And as I'm listening to the call, I was just like, oh, sh- Jesus, she sucks. She will do her goddamn job. Just get the address, send out the cops. You know, she keeps telling her to shut up. And she's like, stop. Yeah. Let me finish. What, what are you talking about? But yeah. She, uh, she, oh my God, dude. And she, she knows like, and, and, and in no way, shape or form is it, are we going to get into the, the racial bias that goes on during this conversation? But she hears like just the voice of Richard Sherman's wife. And she's like, wait, 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 wait. She's yeah, she's dismissive to the nth degree. Agreed. So like just right off the rip. Like, oh, it's gonna be another one of these calls. Fine. Listen, stop talking. I can't I can't get I can't get my questions in if you don't stop talking. Right. It's like your questions. I'm calling for nine one one. My my husband is crazy drunk and is beating the shit out of my uncle. Where takes for nothing? Do your job and just send over the cops. How about when she asks for the date of birth? Like, oh, I what? saw that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you shit? talking about? You need his date of birth? Yeah. Well, for what? The physical part I did also find funny. She's like, well, there's a difference between fighting and physicality or something to that. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Being physical and, and actual uh, harm or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like, oh, what are you talking about? And anyway, that 911 operator. You are a stupid asshole. That's exactly what he is. Uh, definitely probably is in need of a new position because that one didn't work. But Richard Sermon, I mean, starts off, gets into the car wreck, then barrels into the, uh, I guess not the wife's home, but I guess like one of the in-laws. 
Is is how the, it went? Yeah, the the friend or the uncle or whatever it is. Yeah, the, so I guess he must have been close when he got into the accident. I, you know, I've read a lot of the story. I don't know if I have the whole gist of it, but anyway, barrels into the door. <laughs> And starts going ape shit all over the family, at which point she uh, calls 911 and obviously the phone call, which you could Google and find and, and listen to it yourself. But uh, he's held no bail. I think he was going before a judge today. Today is actually Thursday, July 15th. And I think he was going before a judge today. No bail, but I guess that's standard Washington procedures. And I, I guess the dogs came in and brought the, the, uh, the police came in with the dogs and took them down. So the, the dogs got a... a, a Finally got some action there. The canine unit taking down Richard Sherman. I, I love, I love that like pro football talk, which I love. By the way, I'm I'm a big fan of pro uh, of their their news. I believe it's better than any other football uh, news I read. But is it? Though, I love how, is it? I, I is it your little it ass is. kisser? No. I, I mean, I, I think they used to. What's be. better? What's better? Um, I don't know if they're a news source though, right? Like they're a clipping service now. They definitely used to be a news source because they when, well, when Florio first started off, he was breaking news that got leaked to him from NFL people, and that wasn't around anywhere else. But you're talking about breaking news. I, I don't care about breaking news. I, I, you can get that anywhere. You real you want real breaking news? Go to Twitter. Twitter's the most up to date in the in the moment breaking news. Nothing's quicker. Well, I mean, Twitter's the distribution service. I guess what I would follow that up with was what sources are you talking about, right? Because then the source would be, I guess, at Mike Florio or whatever Florio's thing is. But yeah, I, I mean, whatever. We're, we're, we're arguing about something stupid. But uh, Yeah, I it's stupid. Kind of, I was but I just, I love, I love that they had to put up the article about how Sherman got tackled by uh, the dogs. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> He's usually well, the one doing the hitting, and then he's the one that got hit. Right. So it's like, all right, well, we, we got to throw this article. This has got to be here. I mean, uh, the person who's typing up these articles is like, the entire world needs to know that Richard Sherman got tackled by a, a dog. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, I, what, a, what an absolute disaster for Mr. Sherman. Uh, moral of the story anyway. is uh, don't be a dick. And uh, he's, he's I passed his prime. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I, that's the one thing about the story that I really just couldn't figure out was why it was leading all over the place, right? I, I know he was a big player, but I, in all likelihood, he wasn't going to play until at some point in the into the season. Um, he's not on a team right now, and obviously, with this whole thing, uh, he's not going to be on the team. I wouldn't imagine. Uh, maybe uh, you know, maybe he does rehab, joins a team later in the year. But I, then the questioning being in the mix for uh, you know who knows what he can contribute. My my gut reaction is that he's not going to play. I think he'd probably be done. Right here, here's the report from John Lynch. 49ers will provide support to Richard Sherman and his wife. Yeah, I'm well, right. did, Kudos. did he play for you? Like, like didn't I, like he played for you? Of course you're going to say that. Yeah, of course you're going to support. Good, good PR. You know, I get it. Okay. Congratulations. Um, you know, Richard Sherman, sayonara. The best days are behind you. You probably should punch out. Now, I'm just waiting. The next thing I'm waiting for is the CTE talk because that's the only thing I can think of. Uh, no. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's going. Anytime you get a crazy ass story like this, the first fucking thing coming your way is going to be CTE. It's going to, that's just going to be it. And, you know, they can't test for it. On a living person, because right, they they gotta take brain tissue, but ultimately yeah. they're gonna be able to do something that's gonna be able to to test it. I I, I don't know what, but I would imagine the way that me- medical technology advances is that there'll be something at some point they can do. Um, well, I I think just like I was listening to on on the radio earlier today, I, or I was on YouTube or something. I was watching a clip about the whole Sherman thing, and it's like, don't you have any friends that have ever gotten just hammered and just started acting out like this. Yeah, I've had I yeah, actually have had play. I agree. He's he's hammered. He was hammered. He was blacked out just <laughs> causing mayhem. Crazy wasted, but instead of going and, and partying it up, <laughs> he started tearing up his his in-laws house. So, yeah. he was bombed. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was bombed. bombed. He had something going on. And the whole, like, I'm going to kill myself. I, you know, how do you fucking know what he actually meant? Was he really going to kill himself? What was he going to do? Right. And then she's like, oh, he said, don't send the police. He's going to fight the police. Well, he's, he's, he's gonna insanely st- drunk. Just don't shoot him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
And then at one point, she goes, it's Richard Sherman. Yeah, 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 right. Like, like, now, no offense. We know who Richard Sherman is, but the odds that this woman on the phone knew who Richard Sherman was <laughs> is, I, I, I mean, you know, look, you, you got to have a little bit of self-awareness um, on this call. You say it's Richard Sherman. You know, she's probably like, who? You say it's Michael Jordan. She might even say Right, that. right, right, right. Right, but, but it, imagine the, the woman was like, Who's Richard Sherman? <laughs> like if she says that back, like the, the what would follow, what would proceed after that moment would be great. Well, the nine one one officer uh, operator was so fucking clueless. I'm surprised she didn't turn around and been like, "I'm sorry, ma'am. You said your last name was Ross, but your husband's name is Richard Sherman." Yeah, right. Right. I don't right, understand. Right. Are you sure you're related? <laughs> fucking dummy. Um, date, date of birth, please. Yeah. Date I, of birth. I, it was. Uh, it was. Oh, good, else. good. We got his date of birth. Oh, and then she says the date of birth. Oh, she said it. Yeah, yeah. Like, she's like, "Slow down, ma'am. I can't understand." Oh, she was so mad. She was going fast. It was like March thirtieth. Oh yeah, yeah. She got nineteen eighty eight. She got so obnoxious about it after she couldn't understand oh, it. God, it's so funny. Let me slow down for you, bitch. Yeah. And then the and then the uncle grabs the phone. He's hammered. He's hammered. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He did. He picked up the phone. I forgot about that part of the call. They're oh handing the phone God. around. <laughs> just like, hey, unk. Yeah, he is crazy fucked up and tearing up the joint. He, I'm he's sorry, a bunch sir. Of Shut up, sir. One person just, at a time, sir. Yeah, that's right. That's right. One person at a time. I can't I have like, two people on the phone at once. Give I'm it back to the lady, sorry. please. I can't handle this. Everything that could go wrong on that call went wrong. Oh, she's she definitely lost her job. I mean, I don't know what kind of job it actually is, but uh, I, I mean, nine one one operator, right? That's what it is. I mean, there's two is that people. it? Is that is that like a, is that like something that you do yeah, as like a career? There's, there's fucking two Fox shows about it: nine one one and nine one one Lone Star. Right? Oh no, I I I, I don't know. I wonder what it pays. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it better than the job that I have right now. Ah, <laughs> uh, but I'm. The joke there is I don't have a job, people. Anyway, um, yeah. so that's Richard Sherman. We're done with that one. Uh, another quick hit. Uh, Russell Wilson, he comes out and says, we have everything we need. Me and Pete Carroll have gotten closer. Bullshit. I didn't believe that one at all, but Russell Wilson is the quarterback there, and he's going to have to do a little PR fixing because he ended up uh, just coming across as the most glorious prima donna in recent history. Well, maybe not as... He'll be out Rogers, but he'll be gone after this year. You know, you, you you take a stand and you just act like a complete asshole, and then you turn around and you say, "Ah, oh, no, we're good. We're good now. We got a we got a new OC. We got Shayna Waldron uh, as as the OC, and we're good. Everything's perfect now." Uh, didn't believe well, it at all. Rogers isn't going to get paid. Uh, not by the Packers. He, I mean, they're going to, they're going to cut him after this year, let him go after this year, trade him after this year, whatever it is. He's going to, yeah. the only thing that's happening this year with Rodgers, IMO, he's playing in, in Green Bay, period. That's it. Of I can't see it happening, a- anything else other than retiring. Um, and it just doesn't make sense for him to do anything else at this point, right? You know, Devontae Adams has got one year left. He said he's going to go to your Raiders. Congratulations. Um, which isn't going to happen anyway. But uh, this is the Ugh, one year he's got left with so a solid awful. team. That's the play. The play is to stay in Green Bay and try to win one. And then, uh, you know, you can you can blame everybody on the way out. But Russell Wilson following in Aaron Rodgers' footsteps as he becomes the league's new prima donna, although he's trying to do his little uh, PR campaign right now. Uh, we got Chris Godwin working on a possible long-term deal. Another one that I call... No. Bullshit. He's not going to... Uh, isn't? Didn't he get uh, franchised, or did he not? Uh, I meant to do a drum roll with bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> He's franchised right now, and I think as of yesterday, they were trying to work a long-term deal. And I no, think yesterday was... I think yesterday was the cutoff, right? Today's no. Thursday, T- July 15th. Is it today? Today's the cutoff, but but only one player got signed. Uh, and who was that? I haven't the checked. O- offensive lineman from uh, uh, Carolina. Okay. Uh, yeah, because they, they were talking about Godwin today, and I, I thought that it was today or yesterday. 
Uh, I don't think they want to sign him to a long-term deal. I mean, I guess they, they're saying they do, but well, okay, why so not wait? He's not expected to turn expected to sign a long-term deal, although I also, and that was NBC Sports. NBC Sports was also reporting that we were working on a long-term deal, so that's cold talking out of outside your mouth. All the, the, the story could have just been that fluent. Whatever. Um, continue. I, I, I don't think... Remember we talked about this in the March show about that new TV deal is going to lead to monster cap numbers in the future years. So for, yeah, and right for Chris Godwin, it makes sense just to do the franchise and then hit the market again next year. Why do right? Why do it this year? Right? Well, that's why all the all the the skilled positions, all those players like Allen Robinson isn't signing a long term deal. Right, because Chris Godwin's not going to sign. Up. You're right, 100. percent I think the agents know that too. This isn't just this isn't just the players. The agents know. Yeah, we're not going to sign a why why were we going to sign a four year extension this year when next year we can get 20 more million guaranteed or right. something. And the teams also seem to be thinking in that same regard. I believe because you know you're talking about the Kenyon Drake signing for the Raiders when they have Josh Jacobs. Well, hey, look. The way that, and, and again, I'm, I'm not a cap expert. I, I think I understand enough about it to talk about it a little bit, but I'm by no means an expert. But they signed Drake, which made no sense. Although, yeah, okay, you're going to get a backup, but you have Josh Jacobs, who's a solid running back, unless, you know, Jacobs is going to hit the market and he's going to want mega money. And if you, if you get Drake under the wing, maybe you get him at a little bit of a discount and let Jacobs go, right? Gruden, Gruden doesn't like Jacobs. I, I mean, maybe he doesn't. Well, he drafted him, did he not? He's yeah. been there long enough to draft him, right? Yeah, he just I, – I, I have a feeling it just – the way he he talks about it, like, I, I don't think – I love Jacobs. I think he's good. I don't think he's as good as we had hoped he was going to be. Uh, he, had a, he had a good first year. His second year wasn't as good, but it was still good. No. Yeah, I mean, he's a third-year guy. We'll see how good he yeah. really is this year. Yeah, for sure. You know, also, the offensive line, and as we go off on a Raiders tangent, but the the thing is, is the offensive line. You know, did, did they fix the offensive line? No, they didn't. Right. They didn't. No, they I didn't. Don't. So They got rid of people. Uh, yeah, they got rid of three people. <laughs> yeah. They didn't get rid of people. They got rid of three starting offense. There's only five. They got rid of three of them and then reached for a first-round Alabama uh, uh, offensive lineman who's who's highly regarded as a second-round pick at best. But once again. Yeah, John Gruden as the coach might be okay. John Gruden as the GM. It's just... Unmitigated disaster so far. Um, yeah. But yeah, so anyway, I, talking about the cap and, and Chris Godwin, I, I don't think that, uh, I never, I didn't think anything was going to get done, which is why I, I originally wrote this when I saw it uh, yesterday, that I, I thought it was just a questionable story. Didn't turn out to be any, anything behind it anyway. Uh, and then the last little quick hitter, tech, the Titans adding three people to their ring, ring of honor, right? Bum Phillips, Floyd Reese, and let me see if I can get the sound effect right this time. Jeff Fisher. Jeff Fisher. Now, of course, Jeff Fisher goes to the Super Bowl, comes up one yard, one yard one short. One yard short. Yep. Do you know now, Jeff Fisher for the Titans, Oilers Titans, do you want to guess his winning percentage? Five, six, eight. I would would that be close? I don't know. Statistically, maybe, but no. Uh, five forty-two with a record of one forty-two and one twenty. So he was twenty games over five hundred with one hundred and sixty games in the fold. For two hundred and sixty games in the fold, he was twenty games over five hundred with one Super Bowl appearance. With one Super Bowl appearance, yes. how many playoff appearances? Uh, I don't know. I didn't pull it up. I'm, I'm not going to pull it up right now. Um, but you know, overall body of work, he gets two hundred and sixty games for the Titans, Oilers, and he's twenty games over five hundred. Not great. Do you want to take a stab at what he was? What, if you remember what his winning percentage was with the Rams, because that's where he went next. Oh, he was awful. <laughs> he was pretty bad. Uh, I would say uh, uh, three eight nine. 
409. He was actually a little bit better than oh, what you I thought. Oh, I was close. I was close. Uh, 31 and 45. So, uh, and one. 31, 45, and one. And I should have looked up what the tie was because the, the, the ties you always remember. Um, but so that's a total of what? 77 games. And he was, uh, 40, about a 41 win percentage. So his total, Jeff Fisher going into the Ring of Honor for the Titans with a monster 20 games over 500 while coaching them and a total. Coaching record of 173 and 165 in one tie for basically a 50% win percentage. Hall of Famer or Ring of Honor man, Jeff Fisher. Uh, all right, so I hear your uh, little one in the background starting to go a little nutso. Uh, yeah, he's crying. Don't worry. You, you probably couldn't hear him, but I heard him here. I, I got the yeah, audio running through the oh, board here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not that anybody um, cares, but... Uh, dude, so, why don't the Titans just go... Somebody... The, we need the Oilers back. Well, I this year the they're doing... The oh, that, well, that was another story. Okay, so... Uh, the story was early, maybe it was this week or last week that they gave the approval for the throwback uniforms. So, um, I, I'm pretty sure that the Oilers are coming back this year in throwbacks. And let me just confirm that Oilers throwbacks. Um, I remember that story because also I saw the Rams did their throwbacks, um, and I think there were a couple other ones, but uh, yeah, it was a story that, uh, that, that, that can they use to turn uh, finally use? Here it goes. SI.com. Uh, uh, don't expect the Oilers logo for the Houston Texans. Maybe not. I thought that that was a story. Uh, that would be sick, though. Um, that still will be off the table due to the AFC rival Tennessee. Uh, oh, oh, well, they're, they're saying Houston, right. So, Tennessee, oh, all right, this, this is why I'm reading the story all screwed up. Uh, uh, this yeah, is what happens Tampa's. when you do things on the fly. I'm reading about Houston trying to be the Houston Oilers. They can't because it's it, Tennessee is who the Oilers were. Um, and here is the story I was looking for. Titans hyped to wear Oilers throwback after NFL changes the helmet rule. So, now, this was... We, have, has the NFL always had this, you can't use... The uh, like old throwback helmets. I guess not. I but, mean, I'm, but I'm, I mean, I'm, I don't. You remember that the Packers had those really shitty uniforms with a number on the side of the helmet? Yeah. And I could have sworn the Giants also at one point did a throwback when they did. Maybe they did it without the helmets. I can't remember. No, I'm looking at pictures. The Colts did it too. I I I think it depends on each team. I don't know. I, I could have sworn at one point that they had throwback helmets in one of these seasons. Maybe I, I would have to look in this story, and I should have prepped this one, but I didn't think we were going to hit it. It just came around naturally. But I, I think there was a change at one point where they said no throwback helmets. And then they changed it this year, and so now the Oilers are going to do the throwback. Uh, the the Titans are going to do the throwback Oilers uniforms, which is cool uh, because they are yeah. they're very good uniforms. Derrick Henry in, a, in an Oilers with an Oilers helmet on. Oh, man, oh, I didn't I... think about that. There's going to be uh, visions of Earl Campbell coming at people, just Earl... bowing people over. Mom Campbell. Yeah, you can curse here. Nobody cares. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm so... trying not to curse too loud with my son. In the oh, yeah, week. I got you. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm the bad uncle. I'm the one just cursing left and right. So, well... <laughs> all right, sure enough, let's go into uh, the meat of it. Today, we'll, we'll hit on some gambling. And so we'll start off, uh, you know, gambling-centered podcast most of the time, um, at least historically speaking. We've got a couple of things we could talk about. I don't know if you've got something right out of the gate, but I will say that th things that I was looking at were the ticket handle, the ticket percentage and the handle percentage for the NFL uh, uh, Super Bowl. And then I have the total wins, and I also have the week one odds currently, spreads and the whatnot. So, um, and there's a couple other ones we could talk about. We could talk about uh, NFL MVP and Rookie of the Year. So, I'll give those options to you and let you uh, choose the play. Yeah, let's start with, uh, what were you saying about the Super Bowl? For the Super Bowl, I have the opening odds, the current odds, the ticket percentage, and the handle percentage. 
the ticket percentage. Yes. That is that is interesting. And that, this is ordered course, by ticket like, percentage. So wow. as I read these, these will, this will be by ticket percentage. That's pretty interesting. Let's let's go over some of that. Okay. Read some of that off. All right. So here we go. You want to just knock out what you think the two ticket handles are? I mean, the two ticket totals are percentage wise. Already? Yeah. yeah I, I mean, the the two the, they're the easiest two of the bunch. Who's number one and two on the ticket percentage? Kansas City, Tampa Bay. There you go. Congratulations. This is where it gets pretty interesting. Um, I will give you two of the next five. Two of the next five. Now, remember. Green Bay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me just box these off here as we play the game. So, you got to get two of the next five. And this is just in terms of how many tickets have been purchased on this team to win the Super Bowl. And we will start it off. Oh, my God. Listen to that sound bite. There we go. So, you're on the clock. Oh, my God. Uh, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. Stop. Give me a name. <laughs> I know. I just wanted to say that. Oh, okay. Um, Green Bay. Unfortunately, no. no. Green Bay is sitting in the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine hole. So they were in wow. the nine hole. Yes. So um, that was Buffalo. All right, here we go. Buffalo. Congratulations, Buffalo is there. Buffalo is sitting actually at four. So Tampa Bay is one. Kansas City is two. You have got in one of the five. You've missed on one. If it's not Green Bay, then I would guess the Cowboys. The Cowboys are incorrect. Yes, the Cowboys are really far down. Uh, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. 15, sir. That's a bold state. They're going to be good. Uh, oh, well, the people are not betting on them currently for the Super All Bowl. Right. That's for sure. So, so I, got, I, got, I got two whammies. You got two whammies. No whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. Baltimore. Baltimore. Guy comes across and smashes you in the face. It's not Miami. It's not New England. It's not New York. It's not Baltimore. It's not Cincinnati. It's not Cleveland. No, Baltimore actually is. I don't even know where Baltimore is on this. Baltimore is actually number 13 on the list. So you did get the Buffalo Bills at four and then ended up picking the Packers, Ravens, Cowboys, all outside the uh, top. uh, Well, I was going uh, two of the next five after the two, whatever, seven. Anyway, uh, so you crapped out your game. Here's here's what it ends up being. Buccaneers Chiefs at one and two, and this again is the percentage of the total tickets sold on Super Bowl uh, champions. Saints? No, here we go. So, number three is a screwball play, but there's a reason Car- for it. Cardinals. No, think, think. Seahawks. Think. No, think. What what would be a screwball play? What, what what's a big wild card that's out there? That if it, if it happens, it'll definitely change the landscape of the NFL. Uh, Washington? No. Minnesota, Detroit, Chicago, Atlanta, Carolina, Arizona, Los Angeles. All right, you take it too long. It is Mr. Aaron Rodgers. I. Whoever lands Aaron Rodgers, if he doesn't go in Green Bay is going to have a, a huge up in their playoff championship hopes. And the number three team is none other than the Denver Broncos. 
as the Denver Broncos. What? Yeah, because everybody was thinking, especially around draft time, and currently I guess they're the number two team, number one being Green Bay, odds-wise, the number two team to be favored to get Aaron Rodgers is the Denver Broncos. And so that impacted the ticket handle uh, and the, the the ticket percentage and the handle percentage for their Super Bowl champions. So people think if Aaron Rodgers goes to Denver, they all all of a sudden shoot up. Now their current odds are a little bit better than their opening odds. Their opening odds were awful at 6,500. Their current odds are 4,000. So he's not there yet. So the odds haven't changed, but it hasn't stopped people from betting on it because obviously there's a big rip there if you take the odds now and he ends up landing over in Denver. Um, You got number four in Buffalo. Uh, then after that, it was the Titans, the Rams, and the Browns cleared out the following five after one and two. So you got that one, is ridiculous. That is all a waste. That's a waste of money. When there's no way the Browns are going to do it. The Rams have Matthew Stafford, and they think that's going to change everything about their system. It's not. Uh, There's still going to be Sean McVay's system. Don't disagree, but the Rams were good, and I guess the thinking is, hey, what if they're good and they have a capable quarterback? And I think you would say Stafford is capable, no? Uh, Stafford's great, but... I don't know about great. Easy easy there, buddy. uh, He's he's pretty good. He's Um, good? Okay. But... They're still Sean... It's... Okay. They are a system. They're not. They're not a team. They're. The, it's Sean McVay's system. Am I wrong? Yes. No. It is Sean McVay's system, and Jared Goff ran it horrifically, but still had some success. And the feeling well, here, with the Rams coming in the sixth spot here, that they uh, that people believe that that might impact them. Now their odds are not. That good. was the season. That was the season. And tell me if I'm wrong, but that was the season that Todd Gurley was a monster, was it not? Uh, what, the one they went to the Super Bowl versus the Patriots? Yeah. Uh, well, last year, was that his... He was in... He was a big... He had a big year, and then, what, the next year... Signed, signed was, the deal. Signed the deal, had load management he had two, the next year, had, and then he went to Atlanta. No. no. No, 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 he had two years in a row where he was incredible. Right, and then he signed the deal, and people were like, don't sign him, he's got bad knees. Yeah, but the the year they went to the Super Bowl, was he on load management? I, I gotta look that up. Uh, I don't remember offhand. Uh, it was a couple of years ago. Regardless, but uh, whatever. Um, Rams uh, are coming in the sixth spot here in terms of ticket uh, percentage. Now... Their odds, they're actually third. So that was uh, one through. I, I could go through this whole list, but nobody gives a shit. So uh, just for the game, we just went through them. Bucks, Chiefs, and then followed by the Broncos. And then rounding out uh, the next couple were the Bills, Titans, Rams, Browns. So if you were to look at the handle percentage, it is similar but different. So one and two are still the Bucks and the Chiefs. However, the Broncos, oh, Broncos come in third too. And after that, it gets a little screwy because the number four team is actually the Browns. So money coming in the Browns heavily um, to win the Super Bowl. So the Browns actually move up in terms of ticket versus handle uh, from their, whatever, the seven spot, I guess, up to four. Uh, Five then goes to the Titans. Six goes to the Colts. So the Colts move up from their spot. They were actually at eight in terms of ticket percentage. They move up to six uh, with the handle. And then you go to the Rams. Then you go to the Bills. So the Bills see a lot of tickets, but not a lot of money. Um, And that's how that goes. And then you get really screwed because the 9, 10, and 12 teams are junk teams. It's the 9 are the Patriots, 10 are the Giants, uh, the Washington football team is actually 11, and then the Vikings are 12. 
The Giants are ahead of the Washington football team. Well, no, no, no. Washington's at is at number eleven at two point eight, and then oh yes, they are right, right, right. Yes, ten and um, Washington is eleven. I'm sorry, I'm reading these things, and you picked it out right. Yeah, Washington is behind the Giants. What's cra- <laughs> crazy about this is if you look at the handle percentage. So while the Vikings and the Giants are number ten and twelve respectively. The Giants' current odds are 8,000, and the Vikings' odds are 5,000. So, which means, I guess people are taking flyers on them. Money's coming in because the odds are so good. That's the only thing I can yeah. think of. Is yep. that they think that if the Giants and Vikings, their quarterbacks come to play, there's other pieces there that they could have big snapback, you know, uh, seasons. And I guess the same would be said for the Patriots because the Patriots are at 3,000, which is good for 12th uh, total in current odds. And they're coming in nine in total tickets. So people still have faith in Belichick otherwise. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Dark Horse Vikings and Giants getting money in, presumably for the odds. And then the Broncos, obviously, because the Aaron Rodgers gets a lot of play uh, with the tickets. And then the rest is, you know, I guess kind of chalk. If you would think it. Um, so that was the uh, ticket percentage, handle percentage. Let's do, uh, you know, we're pushing up. How much time do you got left to chit-chat? I got about 10, 15 minutes. All right, cool. So do you want to do total uh, – do you want to do the win losses? Do you want to do the week one spreads and NFL MVP odds or the NFL Rookie of the Year odds? Let's 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 look at some spreads, man. Let's get right to it. Let's All get right. into it. So early spreads, week one. The season kicks off Thursday with Dallas at Tampa. You want to take Oof. a stab at what you think the spread will be. I can't play the game All because right. I didn't play this, but I have the spreads in front of me, so I'll let you pick. I I would say it's at Tampa. It is in Tampa, Thursday night, September 9th. So I would think it would be like three and a half, but knowing Vegas, I bet you it is uh, Tampa minus four and a half. Minus four and a half. And I would say that gets a incorrect, sir. It is six and a half. Tampa almost a touchdown favorite. Almost a touchdown favorite. Uh, Money line minus 290. Over under fifty one and a half. If you're thinking about it that far out, over and under is this far out is kind of crazy. But that's that is that is too high. I mean, Dallas is not bad. Uh, Dallas is not terrible, but you just don't know about Dak at this point, and you don't know about the defense because they just retooled the entire thing. So the thinking is I, Tampa Bay is returning everybody. Dallas is not. Uh, I should have said that first. Yeah, that's that's a good point. It really depends on how, what Dak is. It's what Dak is, and whatever happens with this defense, because they're going to do. You know, it's probably going to take a while for Dallas to get their shit together on the defensive side of the ball. Tampa's the same team, so first game of the season. You know, obviously heavy favorites here at almost a touchdown. Um, if we- Cooper, if Cooper is healthy, if Dak is healthy, and Cooper stays healthy, they have. Dak, Elliott, Cooper, Lamb, and Gallup. Like, that is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, that's might be the best five, you know, skill position players on any team in the league. I mean, you could argue, I, I mean, if you throw the tight end there to make it six, I guess you could maybe argue Kansas City, but I, I don't know. I don't, they they might they might have the best offense. They might be uh, Tampa's pretty good. I don't. I still think this is all about Dallas's defense, and that's the reason for the spread. Um, but I I don't argue with you that their offense is good, has a ton of potential. Again, I think in the modern NFL, the defense is going to be the question uh, mark for them because they'll be able to score. Can they stop anybody? Is the question. Tampa Bay's defense. Is Dallas good. took. Dallas took that kid, Micah Parsons, from, I think, Penn State, right? Yeah, Micah Parsons ain't Lawrence Taylor. He's not turning the entire defense around. But Yeah, uh, but they have They Van got Rish other people. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, yeah. They, and they, they got a whole bunch of other people. I don't have the, the moves in front of me. 
Um, but they they made a lot of changes on the defensive side of the ball. So, all right, so yeah. that's a Thursday night opener. Uh, here's some of the other ones. We'll just run it down, and we won't spend as much time on some of these. Jacksonville in Houston. Oh. Yeah, ugly game. That's a week one game? Yep, this is Trevor, Sunday, 1 o'clock. Trevor Lawrence, this could be his coming out party. He could actually just <laughs> blow it up. Houston's going to be awful. Yeah, they're going to be terrible. Awful. Deshaun Watson, you know. Randy Watson, massage my upper thighs, bitch. <laughs> Mr. Sexual Trump. And then, and then there's like, there's. I read some articles about what the reports are, and it was like he was holding a girl's head down while while she was giving him a blowjob. Like he was just holding it down. Yeah, the stories are the stories are off the wall, right? And uh, off the wall. Yeah, whatever. I, you know, he got masseuses. He uh, hit him up for a little extra extracurricular activities. Some said yes, some said no. I I don't know what to make of any of it, and I'll, I'll wait for it to see if it actually uh, gets to court. If police police have not prosecuted yet, I actually did a podcast yesterday or the day before, posted it's actually the episode before this one, but uh, and I I actually talked about Randy Watson. Well, I I'm calling him Randy Watson instead of Deshaun Watson because I started calling him sexual chocolate anyway. Uh, because nobody talks about it anymore. <laughs> sexual chocolate. Nobody talks about the fucking story anymore. It was you know he was going to change the landscape at the NFL and all of a sudden this happened and now you just nobody even talks about it anymore and then I posted it and it was funny because I guess Pro Football Talk said something you know there's two weeks to training camp and still no story about it so great minds think alike um, so Houston hosting Jacksonville give me the spread Houston uh, Jacksonville three and a half Minus three and a half uh, closer two and a half two and a half there uh, I was going to say two and a half but yeah, that, but they're you, gonna they're gonna smoke them. But that's gonna be that. But you didn't. Game over, man. Yeah. It's game over. Yeah. Philadelphia yeah. in Atlanta. Oh, that's gonna be a fun game. Uh, Philadelphia in Atlanta. Calvin Ridley's say, coming out party. Not that yeah, he hasn't no. had a couple already. I'm gonna say that's gonna be another close one. I'm gonna say Atlanta. Minus, I'll give you, I'll, I'll do minus two and a half. Uh, you, you're still getting close. You're just a shy off uh, two and a half, you say. It is three and a half, sir. Oh, I, ah, so Atlanta, three and a half. Uh, Cincinnati hosting Minnesota. These are all one o'clock games, Ooh. if I did not state that before. Cincinnati hosting Minnesota. So Minnesota will still be favored even though it's in Cincinnati, and I'm going to say Minnesota minus two? Minus two. Sir, you're a point off. It was minus three. So Minnesota minus three. I'm a point off every time. Yeah, a point off every time. At least you're consistent, right? Uh, One o'clock in Tennessee, we will be seeing the Oilers slash Titans host the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray coming back year three. What do we get here? Uh, even pick them. You think a pick them? Oh, that is a big uh, fat wrong. What? That what is. What do you? What is it? You know. And boom goes the dynamite. Obviously, a major malfunction. Tennessee by three. Oh, it, it, it'll be closer to even. Arizona's very good. <laughs> That's fine. You're full three points off, sir. That, my friend, is a loss. Buffalo. No, that's 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 a win. That's a money line. If it's going to go like that, that's a money line bet for me. All right, we'll see when it comes week one uh, what happened. Buffalo hosting Pittsburgh. Ooh, well, Buffalo is definitely going to be favored, but uh, Buffalo hosting Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's defense not as good. Buffalo's offense just as good, if not better, especially if they get a Zach Ertz. Um, Buffalo minus three and a half. Buffalo minus six and a half. Oh my god! Oh, wow, they really don't like Pittsburgh's defense. Not digging Pittsburgh. Not digging Pittsburgh in the twenty twenty one. Wow. 
what do you think rappers going to be called? Because remember, rappers always called years. So nine ninety five was the nine nickel, uh, <laughs> right? Like I I don't know the the what's twenty one uh, in the, the two one uh, in the two one Jump Street. They call it Jump Street. Maybe they'll call twenty twenty one Jump Street. In the two oh no, we'll just call this year Jump Street. So no in nobody the two, the two penny. The two penny. Two penny. Two penny. I'm going Jump Street. So nobody likes Pittsburgh and Jump Street. Uh, what about Seattle traveling to Indianapolis? Good game here. Wow. Um, this is another tough one because we have not seen Carson Wentz in a Colts jersey play yet. Uh, I'm going to go crazy here. I, I'm, I would guess... Colts defense is really good. Mm, Seattle's really good. Sheesh, this is another close one. I, I'm, I'm gonna go off the wall here and say off the wall. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm gonna say how Seattle, off the wall can this pick it? Seattle minus two and a half. Seattle minus two and a half, and it's Indianapolis minus two and a half. Uh, I so. see, I, this is what I'm saying. I'm all, that's why it's crazy. It's off the wall. Yeah, it's certainly off the wall. Also, very wrong. Uh, Sam, those last three games, though, were good. Tennessee, uh, Arizona, Tennessee, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, and Seattle, Indianapolis. Even though they do not think that that Buffalo-Pittsburgh game is going to be uh, close. Uh, those are interesting games to me so far. San Francisco in Detroit. San Francisco. Oh. Uh, San Francisco minus uh, eight and a half. Oh, getting close. Minus seven and a half. Minus uh, seven and yeah. a half. So, uh, Chargers, Washington football team. Who will not be? Who will not be the Washington Warriors? That one you can say no go. They're not going to. No, gonna, they're going. Aren't they going to be like the Washington Red Feet or something? I don't know. Who, who gives a shit? You know, they they tried to be the Washington Football Team, and then they said they couldn't do it. Um, I think the the Patent Office said they couldn't do it. It wasn't original enough. Right, 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 right. But but also because the guy owns the rights to it. Uh, to the football team, oh, whatever that guy owns all like forty four. You know, probably more he's great. <laughs> I love that. That's so it's so awesome of him to do that. Patent asshole. Oh, I can't like stand Patent trolls. So I I can't even go off on that. I mean, kudos to him, but I I, I just patent trolls are really the worst. Like the like the, the one company that tried to patent podcasts. Do you remember that whole disaster? No. How many kinds can I, can I say disaster in a fucking podcast? I keep doing the same thing. I say the same thing like four or five times in a podcast. Uh, today it's disaster. Uh, Chargers, Washington. Give it to me. At Washington? In Washington. Mm. Washington's defense is like top five in the league, but... But Chargers pretty good. Chargers minus two and a half. Pick them. Pick them. Oh, that game is a pick. I get, That's going to be a close game. You're right. I mean, they're right. That's this is why I don't do odds. This is why I'm not in Vegas making odds for teams. Well, no. Uh, you, hopefully, you're better on the other end. So the final one. But that's game. a bold. That's a bold line because. The Chargers. Herbert's very good. I mean, at least he was very good last year. Eckler's back and and healthy. Keenan Allen is just as good and health. I mean, just as young as he's ever been, and he's healthy. Mike Williams is Redskins. Eh. Redskins front four is solid. It's so good. Their front four is awesome, and their offense now. If you throw in Fitzpatrick, who if he can just right the ship and hold steady, they do have skill position players. So, uh, but anyway, uh, I, I probably would have favored the Chargers in that game as well. It, here, it's a pick em. Uh And finally, the Sam Darnold Bowl, if you can believe this one. Jets at Carolina. Carolina's going to be favored, I guess. Carolina by six and a half? Uh, oh, no. That's really wrong. Uh, six and a half is what you say. It's actually four. So... The Panthers favored by four at home versus the Jets. That's the end of the one o'clock games. We'll fly through the rest of these. Four twenty-five, a, a good game. 
two good games and one, I don't know, of interest to me. So game one, Miami in New England. Good AFC oh, that's battle. A fun, that's, a, that's a fun game. Fun game, yep. Jeez, uh, I don't know. It's, I, I guess Miami's pretty good. Um, man, I, in New England? I, I guess New England will be favored by two? Oh, that was really close. That was your closest so far. Two and a half, actually. So, you say two, they say two and a half. You say tomato, I say tomato. Denver at <laughs> Giants. Giants home opener versus the Broncos. <sighs> Giants Denver opened up the 2001 season, and I think Ed McCaffrey snapped his shin in half in that oh. game. Uh, if I remember right, I could be wrong. But anyway, they face off again in the tw- in the Jump Street opener. Who do you got here? I don't know. I, I If Barkley's, I guess they're supposing Barkley's going to be back and healthy and playing. And God, they, they have so, they do have a lot of talent on that team. Um, I don't know. I, I appreciate the vote of confidence, I got, but. I, I guess I guess maybe Denver by two. It's a pick'em. It is. A I pick-em. was gonna say a pick'em. I was gonna say a pick'em. Well, you should have. You would have been correct. Here, you're wrong. Four twenty-five. Cleveland in Kansas City. Another good game. Browns at the Chiefs. Oh, Kansas City is gonna be. F- Big favorites. I, I guess Kansas City by four and a half or five. F- four and a half. F- five and six and a half. What, where five are you going? Four. Four, four to six and a half? <laughs> Which one is it? Between four and seven. Uh, before Okay, close. You want to get closer? Between three and seven? No, I'm just saying pick an actual number. Oh, okay. Uh, five and a half. Okay, yeah, there you go. Uh, it's six. So, uh, six. yeah, that's that's a good spread. I'll take Kansas City on that. Uh, I don't know. It, all this stuff is way too early, but uh, you, you it's were so early. You were yeah. way off at four, and then you ended up going all the way to the number at six, and then you dialed it back to five and a half. Uh, <laughs> agreed. This would have been a good game. Uh, I'm not as interested in it anymore. Green Bay at New Orleans. Oh, that, see that this this is how are they even putting lines on this when we don't? Well, at New Orleans, I, I I'm guessing. Let me ask you this: Is the spread based off of the fact that they think Aaron Rodgers is going to play? I can't tell. Um, I uh, can't tell. I would say no. Oh, that's so so. No, he's not playing. I, that's what I would think, but I don't know. Um, you'll see when you get the answer here. N- New Orleans minus six, six and a half. Uh, no, I, I, I screwed you up uh, by saying that. No, it's New Orleans minus two and a half. Oh, okay. But, you know, if Aaron if Aaron Rodgers plays in that game, you would think that Green Bay would easily be the favorite, no? I mean, I, New Orleans I would, doesn't even know who I the quarterback's going to be yet. I would have said, yeah, but, it, but we do. We all do. Everybody knows it's going to be Jameis. But, um... If if Aaron Rodgers is playing in that game, and if Jameis Winston's the quarterback, Ugh. Aaron Rodgers. Saints fans. I know, I know. Uh, they'll get a quarterback next year, though. They'll draft one. Um, I would say, yeah, you're right. Green Bay would probably be favored by at a least point or field two. goal. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking, but. Here it's uh, New Orleans minus two and a half. So then we go into the Sunday night game, uh, crapo game, but I guess a little of interest to see how one team develops. It is the Bears in Los Angeles to face off against the Rams. Bears, Rams, Rams in LA. Rams are definitely favored. So Rams, are they going to give them a lot though? I don't know how good they think. I mean, Rams by uh, five and a half. Oh. Rams, um, I don't know if I should give that to you. By seven. You said five and a half. No, that's no. a point and a half off. That's probably Yeah, a, that's a, a point and a half. That's that's actually probably what I was I was gonna say higher. That, that I don't Bears defense isn't what it was a couple of years ago. Uh no, I think I mean I don't 
they're giving the Rams, who have a new quarterback, better quarterback, seven points. I mean, they're not really giving since – is that the largest spread of the week? I think it might be. They're not giving their Bears any respect. Uh, I think it is. I think that's the – I'm just going – oh, no, sorry. Uh, San Francisco favored by seven and a half uh, in Detroit. So they're a road favorite by seven and a half here. The Rams are a home favorite by seven. So the second worst spread uh, team, the Bears there. And finally, wrapping it up, your Las Vegas Raiders hosting the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, that's unfortunate for them. Uh, Ravens by a field goal, three. Ravens by a field goal. I'll give that one to. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll give that one to you. It is the Ravens by four. So you say three, they say four, but close enough. I would have given it probably by more. I I don't. The Raiders are really, really rough. Raiders are horrible. Yeah, they're horrible on the edges. They could be. I mean, I don't. They're not as bad as Houston, but they're not going to (laughs) be. We got a long season ahead of us. Yeah, a long season, but hopes in the year's future once you can get rid of David Carr, uh, should you guys actually have money? The question, again, becomes do you guys actually have money or not? So, well, this, right. is, this, is the, this is the end. Of, this is the last year for him. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. It's going to be, I, I mean, Gruden's stuck be- there because he's got a lot of money, but I think you probably could see some people like Mayock get blown out if they just have another character. Oh, here. definitely. Definitely. Right. May- this is the end of the line for him. So, Well, it's the end of the line for this podcast as well. So we just uh, did a little gambling and uh, bullshitted about a couple of stories. Good time getting back in the flow of things. Uh, hopefully we get together again next Thursday, if not before. I'm trying to record a podcast uh, each day to give myself something to do and put some content out there and have some fun with it. If you ever want to join in, feel free. Otherwise, I guess I will talk to you personally, I don't know, sometime you know this weekend, but on the pod next Thursday. How does that sound? Sounds great. All right, dude. I will talk to you later. Peace, Audi 5000. Let the Jump Street season begin. <laughs> Adios. Peace. Peace.